एवरीवन थैंक्स फॉर जॉइनिंग इन आई एम शुभा कांकरिया एंड वेलकम टू एपिसोड 12 ऑफ दास्ताएं राही इट इज अ ट्रैवल टॉक वेयर वी गेट टू नो अबाउट अमेजिंग प्लेसेस थ्रू वंडरफुल स्टोरीज ऑफ वेरियस ट्रैवलर्स सो आवर टुडेज गेस्ट इज अ फाइनेंशियल एनालिस्ट बाय प्रोफेशन फूड फेनेटिक एंड अ पहाड़ी बाय हार्ट She loves to travel solo and has visited places like Kasol, Spiti, Ladakh in the times when it was not famous or popular among the travel circuit. Today she is going to talk about basic mountaineering course, its journey and how important it is if you are a trekking enthusiast. So guys without any further delay let's get on board Rajni Rai. Hi. Hi, Hi Shubha. Hi, how are you? I'm good how are you I'm doing good thank you and welcome to Dastai Rahi I'm so excited thank you thank you thank you so much Okay Rajni so to begin with our talk tell us how the travel journey began for you Okay so the travel journey uh, was from bachpan se only because every 3 4 years I was uh, changing schools I was changing places and uh, i was in the hills in ranikhet then i was in the saurashtra region gujarat then you know nagpur and then bangalore so every 4 uh, 5 years i was changing and that's how the travel kida bit me and uh, yeah so uh, changing schools and changing friends and like you know uh, going to a different state taking taking different cultures thinking in different cultures yeah that's how the travel kida began and of course my mom dad both are very uh, uh, good travelers i would say they also love traveling and uh, yeah it just inherited from them that's great so uh, when was your first solo travel happened okay this uh, so this first solo trip um, i wouldn't say a trip but it was like the mountaineering course that was the first time i went solo um, to the course directly and then the solo trip happened uh, when i met you in 2016 so that's when i was backpacking but the first uh, thing that was solo was the mountaineering uh, course that i went to okay and so did you take took any travel trips before that or just thought of going to the mountaineering straight away <laughs> yeah I, i did a ladakh trip before that in 2014 uh with my sister and uh, that's when i saw the mountain life in detail you know uh, how people are so welcoming in the mountains and of course the landscapes and the uh, the the way they uh, welcome us the way you know they treat us and uh, that the whole thing was so warm i'm like i have to come back to the mountains and that's when i decided you know ki i have to do a mountaineering course or something related to mountains basically so yeah So the first thing was Ladakh trip, yeah. And that's why you called yourself a pahadi at heart. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah. True, true okay. that. Okay, so talking so. about this mountaineering course, I think um, this is always recommended when somebody wants to pursue trekking in a big way or a, in a more deeper way. So tell us about that and how is the journey and why do you think it is important to do if somebody is into trekking? 
Okay, so um, yeah, I would say that somebody who wants to take up mountaineering seriously uh, should do the course because we learn so much. We learn the technicalities. We learn how to cope up in the mountains. We learn the rescue techniques. So there are a lot of things that a mountaineer can learn. And uh, basically, anybody who wants to do an expedition has to go through the basic and the advanced mountaineering course. I joined for a personal reason. I joined because I was scared of heights. I joined because uh, one, I love mountains and I wanted to do something in the mountains. So yeah, so to overcome my fear, that push that I needed, uh, that's that's uh, the reason I joined this. And um, so yeah, somebody who wants to you know cross the boundaries, who wants to push their limit, should definitely uh, do this course. I would. Okay. and would you like to tell us in more detail like how is this course how this happens and what is the duration and everything okay so the course is for 28 days and um, uh, it happens in three batches like the first batch is in april all boys batch and then the second batch is in may all girls batch and the third batch is in september october so that's a mixed batch and i went to the all girls batch which was in may 2015 and i did my mountaineering course from nim nehru institute of mountaineering uttarakhand so um so yeah the preparation actually began uh, at least like you know 3 months before the mountaineering course like i used to run i used to uh, do gym you know gym training and all that and uh, the reason it is required to at least have some workout regime in your uh, routine before joining the course is because you need to be physically fit and the most important mentally fit so um, so that's the reason you need to work out before the uh, the course and the course actually is divided into three stages the first is a rock climbing that we learn and then there's uh, snow cl- uh, the ice climbing and then there's snow climbing and um, so all these three phases are learned in different uh, on different dates like uh, the first thing is the rock climbing and we trek to a camp called as tekla camp so you know we trek for 9 kilometers carrying like around 15 kgs of backpack and that's why you need physical um capability for that so yeah we trek for 9 kilometers go to tekla camp we learn the rock climbing techniques there the rappling uh, bouldering and uh, the theory related to it also as well as practical that we do there and then we return back to our institute that's the first stage that happens the second thing is we pack our bags and we go to the mountains for 17 days straight and there is where we learn the ice climbing and snow climbing in uh, the glacier and then snow climbing on the advanced base camp so um, so yeah so um, to get into more detail of it i would say that you know uh, we uh, from nehru institute of mountaineering we ba- pack our bags and we uh climb up to dkd2 mountain which is dropatika danda 2 uh, until the camp 1 that is where the basic mountaineering course ends so uh from from the institute to the camp 1 is uh, around 17 days and then we go to the glacier called as dokrani glacier and from there we learn the ice climbing then again come back to the base camp so that's how it progresses each day so yeah okay. and Sounds then like uh, challenging physically also it, yeah 
yeah it is physically challenging but more than that it is mentally challenging if you're not prepared like i to i was like the first time coming out of the house na so for me to get separated from 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 the family from my sister it was like a big deal i was excited and nervous at the same time but yeah that's where you know you need to push yourself to overcome right. your fears yeah okay and how was like the process you go through do you have examinations and all after that yeah so the whole course actually ends when you you know climb from base camp to advanced base camp and to camp one and then descend down to base camp uh, wherein you have your theory exam and you also have this map reading uh, activity that happens like a treasure hunt it's something like a treasure hunt uh, they'll give you all the clues and they'll give you a map you need to read it and find the clues and then come back to the base camp so that's the whole procedure where you uh, get your marks and then once we are back to the institute after 17 days is when we get our uh, isac uh, isac batch like you know we graduate basically we have graduated that's the end of basic mountaineering course yeah yeah okay it's like a, a sort of a ceremony sort of I, yes, I yes 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 okay. so like that's, that's the honor that's... you have earned yeah. <laughs> honor of completing the course and making yes. it happen yeah okay okay so how is life at uh, the institute i mean I, i believe it is uh, like run by army people and i'm sure disciplines and everything are in place so how is life inside the institute okay so yeah it's it's a military based uh, or, in fact all the uh, the institutes that we have in india uh, nim nehru institute of mountaineering or the hmi which is uh, himalayan mountaineering institute these all are run by the military uh, people so um, we, they are disciplinarian <laughs> that's what i would call them uh, wake up call at 4 am like you need to wake up and if uh, we are divided into groups and like we have uh, five or six people in one group and even if one person do not wake up and you know get on time uh, with the activity uh, or uh, what's whatever is the day's activity uh, you are disqualified like you know disqualified for that uh, day basically the whole uh, group is disqualified yeah so uh, so yeah so basically the time starts at 4 am and then we um, go for jog and you know all that thing happens uh, we come back for breakfast then we have some of the classes that uh, if we are in the institute then we have uh, the theory classes we have uh, the technical uh, classes uh, how to tie no- uh, ropes the different types of knots that is used in uh, uh, climbing so all that classes we have and then uh, we have the lunch uh, session a uh, breakout for lunch and then we have some rest session and then again we are in the class so that happens in the institute and then evening mein we have this uh, movie session that happens every evening uh, but yeah those are all movies or documentaries related to the climbing course and okay. the day ends at 9 pm sharp like lights off for somebody who um, have not got that exposure uh for them it is very uh, new and challenging but then you get used to it so it, it's anyways it's good to, to have some discipline routine in your life so yeah <laughs> that's good right 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 so okay so 
you know, uh, like you said, it's a military-run uh, organization. So, uh, I'm sure the teachers and the trainers, and of course, fellow batchmates, must be very inspiring and uh, exciting people. Yes, yeah, so our trainers were all very, uh, you know, the big people who have climbed uh, Everest and who have climbed a lot of big mountains, and so much to learn from them. There were uh, batchmates who were from Air Force, who were from Army, who were from NCC. So uh, you automatically get so inspired looking at them, and um, yeah, so that was like very inspiring uh, seeing them. And you know, for when whenever you have these Army and Air Force people, अपने आप ऐसे respect जाग जाता है ना. So yeah, so when you see them doing, and you get so inspired and motivated. कि यार ये कर रहे हम भी कर सकते हैं. Like you know, being a civilian, we can also do it. And yeah, that that was very nice. Okay, so uh, it's a saying that you know, once uh, you're a mountain friend, you're always friends. Like a mountain friend is always a friend in your life because you have gone through the shit together. <laughs> you have gone through the happy moments, the scary moments together, right? So, um, so yeah, I had like lovely people in my batch, and they were so uh, inspiring, so adjusting. Like I would give an example, like you know, when I was in the advanced base camp. Um, मेरे स्लीपिंग बैग में बॉटल खुल गया सो वी टू कीप बॉटल इनसाइड द स्लीपिंग बैग सो दैट इट कीप्स द वाटर इज वॉर्म इनफ एंड बाय चांस द स्लीपिंग बैग में बॉटल खुल गया सो द होल स्लीपिंग बैग वाज लाइक वेट आई कुडेंट स्लीप इनसाइड दैट सो देर आर पीपल हु यू नो लेंट देर स्लीपिंग बैग वी शेयर द स्लीपिंग बैग लाइक थ्री ऑफ अर शेयर टू स्लीपिंग बैग एंड बिकॉज यू नो एट दैट height or at that moment you need to help each other out there's no other chance and so i was so touched by that gesture like koi apna sleeping bag chhod ke dusro ko de raha hai types you know so yeah that was really good i met people like that then i met oh by the way i just i'm in the mountains i'm working in the mountains and i just met one of my uh, batchmate um and i was there with her for a week and we trekked So, like you know, two days back, I was trekking with her. Wow! So yeah, I met her after like six years. Sort of. Wow! You just met randomly, or you had plans? Of no, I had her? planned. I had planned of meeting her. Yeah. That's nice. Nice reliving the mountain days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Rajni, one important f- uh, factor which everyone thinks after they you know get out of home is food. So, how is food like in the institute? Are you like well fed, or how's the scenario about the food? Yeah, we are very well fed, but no pizzas and burgers and all that. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's like very uh, sattvic khana. It is very nice, a uh, homely food uh, that would give us all the nutrients. So, uh, like you know, I had I was very nakre wali in food. Like I never used to eat. Uh, Kadu, tinda, and all that stuff. Like most of the people don't eat, but after going to the mountaineering course, I started having all kinds of vegetable. I started having all kinds of food. I'm like, I'm not doing any nakra because then uh, you understand when you have to carry the ration, right? We used to carry our ration, so when you have to carry your ration to like you know so many kilometers, and then eat there, so you understand the value of food. so um that's the reason i started eating everything now 
I don't have any nakras. But yeah, uh, the food there is very nice. Uh, you get like all kinds of food, uh, uh, whether whether you are vegetarian or non-vegetarian. They do ask you. So you have like normal roti chapati, dal, sabji, and all that stuff. And when uh, you have accomplished anything, you have the special kheer or gulab jamun or something like that <laughs> to celebrate the moment. So very nice. very good uh, healthy food, I would say. Okay, okay. So, um, you know, Rajni, is there any tips or um, you know, you want to give to people out before actually they head out to this course, or even think about you know heading out to this course? Do you have any tips, and also any tips in general for people who love trekking or maybe introduced to trekking right now? Because I think trekking is uh, picking up, has picked up. I would say yes, in last yes, yes. two, three years uh, before the pandemic. So, yes. do you have any tips or tricks for people? Okay, so for people who are going into the mountaineering course, please get mentally prepared that a lot of things out of your comfort zone needs to be done. Um, and of course you need to work out run jog uh, do all kinds of exercises make yourself uh, physically fit uh, people who are doing trekking i would say that uh, same similar like you know uh, get yourself mentally and physically fit also um, when you are on the trek uh, i would say that this india hikes does that uh, follow the green trail basically do not leave anything in the mountains carry what you can uh, and get, get back all the things that you have carried especially the plastic so have a, a responsible tourism trekking that you uh, should follow um, that's my only um, tip that that i would say that's a very important point because uh, we always want to leave mountains as they are and exactly not, uh, all the all the garbage and everything yeah i mean there yeah. won't be any fun later on going to those places <laughs> exactly and yeah it just pinches me sometimes you know a lot of people uh, a very important i mean a tip i just remembered carry your own water bottles um i would say do not buy bisleri uh, get your water bottle from home and here you have streams yeah you have like this himalayan river so instead of getting a bottle water buying a bottle water take your water bottle and fill it up so that's the important the most important thing i would say to have a responsible trek i think these days you get those filter bottles as well like for people who have some issues with the water or anything yes, you can get a filter yes. bottle and use that across the trek yeah yeah Right. Okay, so you know, moving on. Um, so you told about all the courses and everything. Then what happened? Like, um, what treks did you do? How your travel proceeded? How how that happened? Okay, so after I completed the mountaineering course, um, I took a break for for almost ten months. Yeah, and I was on road. I did backpacking to Himachal, to Sikkim, and then to Bali. Um. and that's when i met you i think in 2016 yeah yeah. yeah yeah so uh, uh, my outlook towards life changed after the mountaineering course i i became more adjusting i would say more accommodating more calmer um, and um, when i did the backpacking i got this exposure of having so meeting so many people and you know um, talking to them 
changed my perception and every person you meet i think i believe that every person you meet you learn a lot from them okay so um yeah so my perception about uh, a lot of things changed um i started becoming more adjusting i would say that and um living out of suitcase is a different experience altogether like you don't have you have to kaam chalao fine whatever your backpack can carry so yeah yeah i mean 10 months is a long time uh, yeah to have that experience and uh, i'm sure it would have been very exciting yes it was it was very exciting meeting a lot of people um meeting the locals i would say uh, you know whenever you're going to a place uh, live the local life i mean that's the only funda that i have like you know meet more local people have the local cuisine it's okay if you don't get burger pizza and sandwiches okay but have the like i'm in himachal right now so i would love to have the local cuisine rajma chawal that's my favorite so <laughs> yeah so that's yeah nice. be local <laughs> that's important <laughs> okay and what tracks did you go by the way after completing the course after completing the course uh, the first track that i went to is goichala it's in sikkim uh, it's in the kanchenjunga national park um, so that's the first thing then uh, i did a couple of tracks like i did chandrashila i did kedarkanta then uh, kangyatse 2 i went until advanced base camp of kangyatse 2 i couldn't submit it I went to Stoke Kangri, and the re- most recent that I went was Rupin Pass. Okay, yeah. Rupin Pass has been on my list for a while. Uh, I, I you hope should. I do it someday. <laughs> you should do it. It is beautiful. It's like the most picturesque trek that I have ever been to. You get to see the forest. You get to see the meadows. You get to see the snowfall if you're lucky. But most of the time, it does snow on the peak. So yeah it's it's beautiful it has like from green to white all the colors and different fl- flowers and you know fruits we had a lot of fun in rupin pass we used to pluck these red and green apples apricots and walnut and have it so it was like you know living out of the wild kind of a feeling wow that's nice i mean <laughs> i had also heard about rupin pass i was reading an article i think it was written by a blogger or something and the way uh, the blogger had described the beauty of rupin pass it has been on my list since then <laughs> and of course it's again a crossover trek also i think yes. you do it start yes. from uttarakhand and end up in himachal Yes, yes. So yeah, it starts from Dhola, which is like the first camp. Uh, from uh, you have to drive down from Dehradun. So yeah, it starts in Uttarakhand, and then uh, every day you you know uh, go towards Himachal, and uh, you pass the uh, pass you pass the Rupin Pass, and then you get out of Sangla, which is in Kinnor. Uh, so you have two distinct uh, cultures to be seen. like you know the i would specify like the temples of uttarakhand and himachal in that area is very similar so the only difference is the coins that are stuck in the himachal temples and they are not in the uttarakhand temples the, the there are the, the small small coins which are stuck in himachal temples uh but otherwise the architecture is same the uh, the fauna the flora everything is so same but 
so distinct in their own way like the dogs i would say the uttarakhand dogs are very small and you know uh, the normal indie dog that you see but himachal dogs are like furry they are like you know sher jaisa so you have yeah. this difference <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm sure you could see the differences while moving ahead towards Himachal. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay. So, like, you have done so many treks. You have been to so many places. I'm sure you have met some interesting fellow travelers uh, from different places. So, uh, had any chances of encounters with such interesting travelers? Oh yes, yes. That's a good point, uh, Shiva. So, um, like I said, like you know, you learn a lot from every individual. Um, the first trip that I went to, it's Spiti. Uh, I would say that you know, if you have to meet a lot of different people, then stay in a hostel. Like you have so many people, you meet, you make so many different kinds of friends. So yeah, the first uh, place that I stayed alone was in Zostel. and that was with where wherein like you know i met a lot of people and we traveled together um and it so happened that you know um so spiti is like very uh, i wouldn't say small place it's a big place but then you meet the same kind of people again and again okay so if i have started from zostel and on the way i would meet somebody whom i had met yesterday in zostel so it was like that and it so happened that the uh, when when i was traveling from spiti to kinnor side so there's a bridge that had broken down and i was in tabo which is like a, a place in spiti and um, so i met these two bikers um, whom i had met in zostel like some 5 days back and they were like you know we would help you to you know get from spiti to kinnor side and then i traveled with them on the bike and they, so that's kind of a very good experience that you uh, get when you meet such uh, like minded travelers so that was one incident then the second incident happened last year when i was uh, again working from mountains and i was in a, a homestay called as seize the time homestay which is in Man- old manali and i met this girl um just 22 years old and she knew exactly what to do in life she had the bucket list and i was so inspired by her like at the age of 22 i didn't know what to do <laughs> so uh, such such good clear minded people you know at that age when you meet them you're like wow <laughs> this is some super generation man so that's the second incident yeah again like you know when i was doing uh, kinnor last year i met this two two girls uh, just out of college 21 years old and uh, they were uh, been traveling so confidently matlab idhar jana udhar jana matlab acche se itne acche se ja rahe the na i was like wow <laughs> that's incredible like you know this generation is quite uh, exposed to all these things focused yeah, and i would say very confident enough very confident yeah i mean these days we all we all are seeing like so many solo women travelers you yourself is a solo yes. women traveler so i think uh, that that has uh, this trend has already started what do you think right. about that 
yeah yeah i'm very very happy that you know uh, the girls the women are traveling uh, they're getting exposed to such kind of atmosphere they're traveling on their own they are finding out things on their own they like you know they basically becoming independent uh, very very important uh, nowadays and it so happened in spiti i think i did not mention you earlier but uh, it so happened in spiti that uh, So I was the only solo traveler in Zostel, and when I was traveling towards Kinnor, like when the uh, bridge broke down in Tabo, uh, there was this another girl. Uh, she was also traveling solo, and she was traveling from Kinnor to Spiti side. And when she heard, like you know, I'm traveling solo, she came and just hugged me. She like, you're the first solo woman traveler that I've met in this region this year. I'm like, wow. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of like warmth. <laughs> yeah so i would yeah. encourage like you know a lot of uh, girls who are not exposed or uh, who wants to do something thoda himmat dikhao sab theek ho jayega like just push yourself <laughs> ऑपर्चुनिटी Thank you everyone for joining and I'll see you again next week with another wonderful traveler.